This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is This is the G Podcast, and episode 130 is in effect, y'all. Yes. Welcome. New Year. Yes. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. Got a lot to talk about. A whole lot to talk about. Been quite the week, quite the week, and each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping out tea from the one and only Tanya B, who is back. How was the event last week, Tanya B? How was the event? Oh, you know, it was actually, except for the fact that they had no air conditioning in the Apex <laughs> Museum either. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it was a great event. Uh, Team Airplay was in the house, and it was interesting to see how musicians come out to support each other. Abdul Raouf from the SOS band came nice. by. Shirley Jones from the Jones Girls came by. Nice. And I will just, I'd like to say just shout out and five on it to Larry D. His album, Yours Truly, came out on Friday, and it is actually one of the best albums I've heard this year. Nice. Nice. Did he bring the snake? <laughs> I, I think he's given up the snake now. The snake you know, is that gone? Was back in the uh, 70s. <laughs> look, if he came to Atlanta, he probably died from heat stroke. <laughs> well, it ain't that high now. Come on. But Tanya B is back, y'all. And again, check out the Birdwire every, um, every uh, Friday and Saturday. 8 p.m. and 10 p.m., two-hour show. And that's Friday night yeah. and Saturday night. Also, uh, at, on noon uh, Saturdays, um, this week was you know a little hiccupy. But, but again, the night show, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. And uh, thank you so much, Tanya B., for making it in this week, um, you know, under uh, these what, balmy conditions. We appreciate you. The heat advisory. Let's the heat just advisory. call it what it is. And yeah. With, yeah. with heat comes tornadoes and storms and lightning oh, yeah. strikes. So, you know, folks, be careful. But, you know, the Northeast, man, our folks in the Northeast are kind of getting hit with this heat, too. So uh, it's a little crazy, a little cray-cray on the weather side. So y'all stay cool. Y'all stay out the sun, you know. Wear, uh, wear the you know, sunscreen, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Do that. And he is here, y'all. The country commentator is in the building. I think he's He's reading his uh, his owner's manual, on, <laughs> but he is here. Y'all give it up. What's going on, Vi? Oh, not much, brother. Living day by day. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Welcome, man. Thank you for coming back. And, and you know, um, we've got a whole lot coming up this week. Um, with everything that happened last week, it's kind of like the follow-up to what happened last week. And, you know, I forgot to mention it, you know, because um, of the fact that all that came down. It's hard to predict when we have a, a, a tragedy. Uh, but uh, Syracuse Mike is actually from Buffalo. You know, we call him Syracuse Mike because he graduated from Syracuse. But he's actually from Buffalo. And, and it's interesting, Tanya Bean, you'll know this. Mo- a lot of folks we worked with in the industry, a whole lot of folks from Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they passed through Buffalo. I think it was W. Was it BLK? Yeah, BLK. And that was one of those stops. You know, Until yeah. you got to New York or a larger market, you either went to Rochester or you went to Buffalo. But it's crazy because, yeah. you know, I met so many people, not even connected with BLK, but just in, in Atlanta, in the industry from, from yes. Buffalo. A whole lot of folks. Carol, yeah. you know, Carol yeah. Blackman. Carol uh, Blackman. I could go down the list of folks, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah. shout out to all my Buffalo folks. I know it's, uh, you know, these are kind of tough times, you know, in terms of dealing with the aftermath. Uh, and we're going to get into it. You know, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right into the weekend news and we'll come back. And I also want to update y'all, you know, we're heading toward June as we tape the podcast. 
And I just got to shout out some of the numbers. Well, some of, some of the uh, followers, man, just shout them out. Uh, some of the cities that have really been loyal to us um, the first part of the year, first half of the year. So I want to shout them out as well. So let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll come right back. Here we go. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. There were four mass shootings that we know of around the country over the past three days. In addition to the Buffalo shooting, on Sunday there was a shooting at a flea market in the Houston area. The shooting left multiple people injured and at least two people dead. Also on Sunday, at least one person was killed and four were critically wounded in a mass shooting at a church in California near Los Angeles. The White House says President Biden will travel to Buffalo Tuesday after 13 people were shot in a racially motivated mass shooting that left 10 people dead. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden will join the president. On Sunday, Mr. Biden made his first public comments about the shooting. No one understands this more than the people sitting in front of me. Moms, dads, children, family members about how those folks in Buffalo feel today when they got the call. They're pulled into us as if you got pulled into a black hole in your chest. The president was at the National Peace Officers Memorial Service. Rallies, prayer services, and vigils were held across Buffalo Sunday. Eleven of the Buffalo victims are black. Two of the victims are white. And Buffalo authorities are absolutely convinced this was a hate crime. The suspect is a white 18-year-old male who reportedly drove several hours to get to a supermarket located in a predominantly black area of the city. He was arraigned quickly on Saturday. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has been focused on comments posted by the shooter to social media. We are taking proactive measures to make sure that we're monitoring all social media platforms because this this information was out there. This was on a manifesto that was written a while back. And in Milwaukee, a curfew is in effect after three shootings in the entertainment district that left 21 people injured on Friday. Police are learning more about why someone shot multiple people at a church in Southern California, leaving one person dead. Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes. We do know that based on information we've collected, it was a politically motivated hate incident, a grievance that this individual had between himself and the Taiwanese community at large. President Biden and the First Lady were in Buffalo, New York Tuesday. Their first stop was the memorial at the Topps supermarket dedicated to those lost in Saturday's mass shooting. After that, it was on to a community center to meet with the families of the victims, as well as first responders and community leaders. Before departing the city, the president delivered remarks, saying white supremacy is a poison and that evil will not win. Hate will not prevail. White supremacy will not have the last word. The first of the funerals for the victims killed in this act of racism is this Saturday. Several black students who were suspended for wearing Black Lives Matter shirts have filed a federal lawsuit against the Floyd County school system in northwest Georgia. The five high school students filed a complaint with the U.S. District Court in Rome on Tuesday. The plaintiffs allege their rights under the U.S. Constitution were violated. The black students say they were made to turn their T-shirts inside out during a period of time when there were protests around the country related to the killing of George Floyd. But they say white students were allowed to carry the Confederate flag and wear belts, hoodies, and hats bearing its image. The lawsuit says the black students were also suspended five days in 2020 for planning an off-campus protest. And the FDA has authorized Pfizer's booster shot for children 5 to 11 years old. The CDC also has to give its approval. Among the 13 shooting victims in Buffalo was the supermarket security guard, a retired Buffalo police officer. He is Aaron Salter. 
One of Salter's bullets struck the gunman, who was wearing protective armor, allowing him to return Salter's fire and take his life. Salter is widely being referred to as a hero. Because of his actions, there is a movement in Buffalo to see if Salter can be retroactively reinstated as an officer for one day so that he gets the same services and honors that active police officers receive when killed in the line of duty. Mayor Byron Brown says he supports the idea. The east side community in Buffalo, New York, is one step closer to getting its supermarket back. Mayor Byron Brown. The evidence collection phase of this portion of the investigation inside the top supermarket has been concluded. That announcement Thursday afternoon, as executives at Tops Friendly Market said they do plan to reopen the store that was the scene of Saturday's horrific mass shooting. The exact date is unclear. The Tops Supermarket is the only major grocery store for miles serving the predominantly black neighborhood. In Buffalo, the 18-year-old shooting suspect has been indicted by a grand jury. The white teen is accused of killing 10 black people at a supermarket on May 14th. He appeared in court for a hearing not directly related to the indictment. Also Thursday afternoon, some family members of the victims held a painful press conference. I need this violence to stop. We need to fix this, and we need to fix it now. A CDC advisory committee voted to recommend a third dose of the Pfizer vaccine for children aged 5 to 11. The news comes as COVID cases skyrocketed 168% in the past month. And superstar singer Rihanna and her partner, rap artist ASAP Rocky, are proud parents of a baby boy. The news was made public Thursday, although the baby was born in L.A. on April 13th. And congratulations to uh, Rihanna and ASAP. Um, I'm not even going to make a joke. I'm going to keep it moving. I'll wait till I'm not going to say it. I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be good. All right, y'all, but, but on the real, the four or more mass shootings, and, and this is, um, you know, it is, um, how do you say it? It's discouraging um, because we're heading to the summer season. And you know, as as the weather heats up, you know, yes. we haven't started even hearing from nope. Chicago yet. So, oh, it's happening there already. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's just, um, you know, I, I just really hope these cities are prepared. I hope they have funded these police properly. Um, you know, I, I do want to mention this one thing. And I don't know. I mean, you know, Tanya B. Vies in, in central Georgia and, and K-Dub. Hey, K-Dub, what's up, man? K-Dub is, is, uh, yeah. is in Dayton. But uh, the shootings that are happening uh, in the upper crust neighborhoods like Buckhead at these restaurants um, and, and a lot of these situations are mental health issues where, you know, you had a mother. Uh, we had a shooting this week where a mother called the police two hours in advance and basically said, look, my son has a mental health issue. And she was at his apartment. She was holding on, actually trying to keep him at the apartment. And the police took the the police two hours to show up and, and they weren't even prepared really. So this kid left, he went to a former uh, employer just, which happened to be what Fogo de Chao, one of the you know, yes. top steak restaurants in the city and, and shot somebody and, and he was killed, you know, in return. So my, my whole point, and, and you hear me, you know, go off about police reform. And, and of course this isn't a situation where the police on site, uh, they couldn't could do much more other than, you know, have somebody there to, to better engage him. But my point is, it's like the mental health component when it comes down to dealing with uh, the mentally ill 
on the police side and law enforcement is inadequate. We know that. And that, that's part of the policing bill where, you know, more money is given to fund uh, a mental health component of these police departments. And, and it's just, you know, when, when the more this happens and you, and you see people and, and you know, I'm, I'm just going to be brief on this because we're going to get to Biden in just a minute. Um, but the situation with uh, having a, an attorney up front going for settlements when we don't fix the laws, when we're not trying to get Hello. the laws passed. It, 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 it's like for me, and I'm going to give you all a very simple example, okay? It's like if you got a big-ass pothole in the road, and we can all relate to this, okay? And you keep going over the pothole, cars keep going over the pothole and getting, what do you got, whiplash, and they call the attorney, attorneys getting everybody paid, but you know what? The pothole is still there. Nobody's well, talking about fixing fixed the pothole. The problem. The yeah. problem. And and as long as we don't go to change the laws and we keep giving settlements, the laws will never change. It's still going to yeah. be the same. Go ahead, Tanya B. You know, another thing that's a problem, especially here in Georgia with this whole thing about, you know, it's kind of like it's like the OK Corral. Anybody oh. can have a gun. Now, this young man, yes, he had mental health issues, just like the one in, in, in Buffalo and probably the one in California. And just all these shootings, there were like 10 in one day in Chicago. There were 10 in one day in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, it's, you know. It's, and it's not so much the, the it, well, not so much, but you've got the issue of legal guns. Mm-hmm. Then you've got these illegal ghost guns that are really, really easy to get. Yeah. And here you have mm-hmm. two people that had mental health issues. Where in the Sam Hell Hill did they get guns? It's too easy to yeah. get a gun, whether you are mentally sane or whether you're mentally ill. But, you know, and, and I'm going to say this, and I, I do want to hear from Vi and, and Kate up. But but when it comes down to getting laws passed, um, we've not even when you look at police, uh, uh, police reform, we haven't really seen any kind of police reform since we start talking about it uh, with uh, visual evidence back to Rodney King. And y'all remember that everybody yes. thought, that, sure. you know, something's going to happen. But you think about Slam it. Slam dunk. Let, let me say mm-hmm. it. This year is the 30th anniversary of Rodney King. OK, it's the 30th anniversary of of the uh, the beating of Rodney King. And we've not seen anything other than, you know, local changes. But we still don't have a a, a global when I say global, just a U.S. law that that really, uh, I, I, you know, oversees police departments where, you know, again, you have the mental component, you have money there where they can call mental health professionals. They have them as part of their department. You, you know, you, a lot of these guys aren't wearing their body cams. There's not a mandate from city to city, mm-hmm. state to state when it comes down to body cam. You've got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of them that actually uh, the background checks. You've got some who go from state to state. And again, I think even when it comes down to white supremacy, one of the big problems uh, in terms of them going after white supremacists is the fact that some of the police are actually part of the gig. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So, right. It's like, you know, you you, you wear problem. your blue uniform during the day, but you wear your white sheet at night. Yeah, I'm all you know? for And you know, and the other yeah. thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You know, look at these doggone, you know, it's like the power that the NRA and these gun lobbyists have yeah. over these politicians is, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost it's like. It's insane. And for lack of a better term, it's pimping hoeing. It is. And, and you Whatever. know what? But but see, that's the other thing. I'm glad you said that because that's what we, the black community has been, that's who we are. We've been pimped and hoed for how many years now? 
And and I think a lot of folks. 400 need, and what? Yeah. Yes. My point. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is we still being pimped and old. So, yes, so, so basically yes. all I'm saying to you guys is I get the settlements. I understand it. I think the family, you know, deserves restitution and, 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 and money for their dam uh, for damages and, and, and loss. But ultimately, if we don't have our civil rights organization, because let me tell you, when the Jewish community comes out, the ADL is right there. And they the ADL don't play. don't play. When the ADL comes for you, they come for you. And I think we have to have the same the, the same fervor, that same spirit. You and not and we don't need that, we don't it. we don't need surrogates out there. We need people. No, we've who, lost it. And the thing yeah, is, if it. you just live by the mantra of pay me for my pain, aka, you know, I call it check chase and Ben Crump. Um, anytime somebody gets shot, you can trust and believe. And I know we talk about this all the time, y'all. Yeah. Ben Crump is going to show up, but it doesn't fix the problem. There's no amount of money that has made anything right or made anything better. And a lot of these folks, by the time he gets his cut and the attorneys that he has to get licensed up under in that particular state, get their cut and the families get their cut. There's not a whole lot left. And the bulk of them mm-hmm. end up you know, in a financial deficit because they don't know how to handle. Even if you, if you, the windfall. they don't know how to deal with the windfall and you yeah. get a yeah. million dollars. Look yeah. at all the lottery, like lottery that end up, yeah, dead or, or broke er, not yeah. broke, but broke er. Yeah. They don't know how to handle it. So it's all been, you know, it's almost like it's a vicious cycle. And again, this to me is like pimping hoeing. And, and at the end of the day, Ben Crump has tried one case that I know of, which was Trayvon Martin, which he lost. So he doesn't go to court. He just settles, you know, and when you settle, you get the crumbs they give you. And I just wish folks would stop and think about, you know, it, is it worth it? They're getting in the, in the total rolling scope of things. People are the families of these of, of these people who are murdered. Yeah, they're getting some crumbs. But, you know, hey, because, yeah, I'm glad, like I'm glad you said Griddle, crumbs. Yeah, because let me, let me say this. The trail of crumbs yeah. will come to an end eventually. eventually. And then what? Yep. Yep. But let, then me say, what? let me say this real quick about that settlement. They these these municipalities, these cities, these states have that money as an insurance. They already have a policy. So you're not going to put them out of business. It's like, well, sue them, sue them until you put them out. of. No, you're not going to put them out of business because they I mean, they have they have annuities that pay for these settlements that really don't impact their, you know, their day to day bottom line. Bottom line. I call it stay, stay away annuity. money. Like, yeah, Urkel, it yeah, it's like Steve Urkel got stay away money from his family. Yep, yeah. And that's really what it is. Urkel. It's stay away money. Cause most of them, once they get the money, they're saying, you know, they're, you know, we don't know about the backroom deal. So if we give you this money, you can't talk about this. We've got this gag order. And, you know, they're like, well, okay, well, you know what? Ray Ray and Peanut and them, they need a car. My yeah. child needs to go to school. I need to go somewhere and get some baby formula. I want to get out of the hood. And the next thing you know, yeah. they've lost the house because they don't know how to manage that type of money and don't see the value in paying someone to manage it for them. I get Hence, the bag. All these I mean, broke, you know, look, these, I mean, these broke the athletes that you have. Yeah. Just like, you know, the broke athletes. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I hate to make it about that. Uh, but I do just have to point out that if, if we don't do something to fix and, and change the laws, if we don't get laws on the books, this is not going to stop. It's not going to, I mean, I, nope. I, I said to somebody the other day, um, you know, it, it really, I think a lot of folks don't understand how deep, um, the the white supremacist, the, the the domestic terrorist rabbit hole goes, and you know it, it you know and I think you know I'm not a big believer 
that you can um, legislate morality among, you know, people. People are going to mm-hmm. hate. You know what? You can't tell people to stop hating. Yeah, and that's why I'm not. Exactly. That's why I don't think changing social media is going to do anything. They're still going to hate. You know, ultimately, you mm-hmm. have to make them pay the price when they're caught. And you also have to have the money because a lot of these cities and these states don't have the money to put into investigating and into infiltrating. When they get that kind of money where they can go after it and the, the DOJ and, and the FBI and all these organizations can really go after it, you know, just like they just like they caught. Uh, what was it? Osama. Bin Laden, saying, you know, just, just like they caught, they catch all these drug dealers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, okay. so it's got to be on that Rico level. Anybody else? Well, you know, I got vibe. Let's take. I have one more thing I want to say. No, we got to think about it. this. You have the, the issue with the cops and the Ben Crumps of the world and the settlements, but you also got to look at. And here's a clear example of it: these nine one one operators don't think that the Aryan Nation and those hate mongers have not infiltrated that. And oh, yeah. case in point, the person that called from Tops Market mm-hmm. called nine one one, and the operator hung up on them. And it's like this person might lose their job. But yeah. I've called. Atlanta 911 and I keep, you know, you put on hold and there's been a story. I'm sure it's in many cities. You get put on hold, you get put on hold, you get disconnected. You know, and this is when you call 911 for the most part, things are time sensitive. I saw somebody um, getting, uh, they swarmed on this man's car in Atlanta. These, these uh, kids on these, uh, uh, those, uh, Oh, the school motorcycles, the, the scooter kids. Yeah. Scooters, yeah. And they, I mean, they were surrounding this guy's car and I'm like, what is going on? So yeah. I'm trying to be the good citizen. I call 911. I had driven almost two miles through Atlanta city traffic and they just got to me. I said, I hope the man is there and I hope he's okay. Cause these kids were leaning in his window and he was trying to put it up and they were on both sides, the front and the back. And people just kept driving right by him. I don't know who else called. I don't know what kind of distress he might have been in. But, you know, and I've called 911 before when I heard a woman getting the beef stew beat out of her and I got put on hold. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, Atlanta, Public Atlanta enemy wrote a song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 911 is a joke. Public Enemy wrote a song. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, and how many years ago was that, K-Dub? In the 90s? Mm-hmm. And it has Back not tried to tell you. better. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chuck, Chuck and Flav tried to tell you. But but my it's point is this: we, there's a whole lot of people playing church. You know, they playing church. They yes. playing. They're playing. Yes. Um, yes. You know, civil rights organizations, BLM. Uh, they're playing. You know, it, it, the, the time for playing right now is over. over. You know, a lot of folks want to well, play, is- but they want to play, and you know, and they want it's it's not a how do you say it? It's 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 not their life. I mean, really, they play when it's convenient. Uh, yeah, it, it's, they play yeah. when it's, it's convenient. It's a hustle. It's a hustle. Yeah. It's a hustle. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. a hustle. It's, a, it's the leader. Dang. We don't have any true leaders right now. Most of all, I hate to say it, most of the people who are leading or end up leading, they're leading to get something out of it, not because they believe in the cause, not because they want to act something that happened to the cause. They're trying to get some money out of it. Hey, let if me ask you why. They, yeah. yeah. No, no, I want to ask you why. Right. He's right. Yeah, because right. you, you, you know, you, you, you know, your spirituality and you're connected uh, to the church. Um, why hasn't there been like an ecumenical outcry um, among the pastors just nationwide over everything that's been going on? Why hasn't there been like a, just a, a, a an ecumenical, not not necessarily breaking it down? You know, by you know, uh, by denomination, but just overall, why hasn't it? Because it's just what what we're seeing now. 
I don't think the religion factor are seeing as an important movement right now. What? I mean, right now, everybody, <laughs> right now, everybody, right now, everybody focuses on what? Abortion. But see, that's a distraction. That's a distraction. Because, uh, because ultimately, you know, you can't, a, you're not going to legislate morality, nor correct. are you going to, yeah, I mean, you could tell people the right thing to do, but free, you know, was it free will? will enable them to do what they want to do. My point is that it's distracting. Also, then we are the black people, per se, our minister, we are actually trying to separate state from the power. But the white folks, the hell with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The hell with the state with the power. <laughs> but we are still trying to honor that. Yeah. It, when we're trying to play the game the way it should be playing, and the white folks already seen, oh, we're not winning this way. If we play it on the game the way it should be played, we're going to lose. Because they've already lost, they felt like they've lost so much already by playing true to the game. They said, we're not playing true to the game. What the first thing they say? We're being replaced. Being replaced by who? Yeah. yeah. What you being replaced then? When you say that, you're saying I'm being replaced because the power that you used to have and control, you're losing. That's what you mean by being replaced. You're losing your say-so and everything. You, they're losing, they, they think, they said, we don't have the final say no more. Okay, you're not... You, you were not supposed to ever have the final say anyway. Yeah, but, but, but I always yeah, say, yeah, the good old days. Yeah. Good old days. It was never good for us. <laughs> yeah, good point. But, but see, my, go back to the good old days. I'm, I'm going to say, say this, man, and I want to ask y'all a question about uh, Biden's approval rating. Um, but, um, you know, it's just like, you know, I sent you guys on our, we, we do a text chain, and, and this, uh, you know, Georgia's a different bag. It's just like, how can you say that? Georgia considers them a Bible state. Yeah. But my point is you got politicians out here. Their platform is what? Jesus, guns, and babies. That's for real. That's legit. That's on a, that's on the van. That's on the truck. And critical race theory. Don't forget about critical race theory. Yeah. Like you said, because that's the trend right now. The trend is guns and abortion. So that's all they're going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Let me ask y'all. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, K-Dub. No, no. I'm just going to say, I, I think we don't have no fight no more. I mean, we trust too much on, let's pass this and help pass that and this and go to the Capitol. That. That's cool and dandy, but we know who's running that stuff. Mm-hmm. But K-Dub, they ain't that thinking will, about that, us. But they that ain't will. thinking about us. Some point in time, we got to get up and throw down. That's all I'm saying. May but the point is, K-Dub, what you're saying is true, mm. but we're not done to work to make it happen. Yeah. No one else gets, Sometimes you got to get tired not, of the bully taking your lunch money and picking on you, man. But we got to do something about it. to throw down, man. The white folks <laughs> the see the system working. We're not out there voting. We're not politicking. We're not fighting against it. Written by, the system is written by men. I mean, sometimes everything got to crumble and fall and break up one day. Right. But we got to make a crumble. Maybe it's just me. Hey, can, we have to make, but we have to make a crumble. He, he we fin- ain't making a crumb. He is, yeah. he is channeling yeah, that Stokely exactly. Carmichael right about now. <laughs> <laughs> Channel it, brother. Channel it. Well, you know what? I, I, I also you. find that now with the movement back to the That's 50s. Chairman Fred. No, people were prepared. Like you said, no fight. People were prepared back then to be uncomfortable, yeah. especially these young people. Yeah. They don't want to come out of their comfort zone. They don't want to get off their phones. They don't want to go anywhere where no. there is air conditioning or, you know, or, you know, just the, the things that people went through. Uh, 
lot. And I tell, you know, young people, you know, you take this whole voting thing, you know, like it's nothing. But when you think about the people that got stomped, beat up, whooped, shot, killed and, you know, treated as less than, yeah. you know, and, and they don't know the history of it. So for them, it's like, yeah, you know, and I, I know what, how complacent I was about. I'll, I'll be very transparent and maybe you all were too. Uh, when I was in my 20s and even into my early 30s, I was like voting was like, eh, it just was. But as I've gotten older, you know, and, and again, we, you have to know where you come from to know where you're going. And these young people are not trying to find out anything. And, you know, you have some that, you know, mobilize and get out there, you know, and, and do the work. And it's it's kind of also a shame that you have some of these young people that are maybe one third or one quarter of the age of the Al Sharpton's and people that used to run the movement, so to speak, mm. that may be doing a little bit more than they are. And I guess, you know, because, again, when you see somebody like Ben Crump, he's an attorney. Al Sharpton, no tea, no shade. He has made some contributions. But when you only see them going after a check, what incentive do you have to, as Spike Lee said, do the right thing? Or as Chuck D said, to fight the power when you see it's all a money grab. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to say this and I do want to I want to go ahead and jump on this Biden question. I, I will say on um, in defense or the other side of the coin when it comes down to young people. Um, you know, cause you know, you and all of us on, on this call, you know, we, we, we were the first generation hip hop. I just don't think we, there's, there's anything that excites or motivates us. I mean, I, I will tell you that the thing that motivated me, I was a huge public enemy fan because of not necessarily hell, you know, what, what was the name of the group? Uh, the, their, their producers, um, K Dub, I forgot. Organized noise, bomb, squad. Bomb, the bomb, the squad. bomb squad, yeah, all bomb those guys. Yeah, but that me, yeah. but, but but I'm gonna say this, Vi. Let me say it. That music had meaning. It, it had, had meaning. purpose. That's what I'm saying. My point is exactly that, Vi. These guys wrote music that connected with me because they were part of my struggle. Even when you look mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, the whole thing um, uh, uh, from from Do the Right Thing. What was the song? 1999, uh, Fight the Power. It's still still Mm -hmm. relevant today. Like you said, 911 is a joke. It's still relevant today. You know, uh, this is so much. And and then, you know, when uh, we look back on this generation of artists, what will their relevance be? You know? Sex, gay, sex and being gay. And Molly. Yeah. So there we go. And twerking. Don't forget, we got to get twerking. You know, so, and, and, no, and wearing no clothes. Yeah. So, you know, but, but they've the latest, that, the latest that, phone. That's what they want. And, and, and honestly, yeah, it's going to be um, hopefully, I, I, you know, it's, I don't know. Let me look at Biden. Let me, let's move on because I'm, you know, my blood pressure going up. I ain't got no water over here to take uh, a yes. pill. Be cool, so, baby. Be cool, <laughs> be cool baby. Uh, here we go. Um, Biden's approval rating is the lowest right now in his presidency, y'all. 39%. And he's dealing with the following things on his table. Gas prices. We all know about that. We're all dealing with that. Grocery oh, yeah. prices, retail prices, uh, stock, mar- stock market instability. I mean, this week, this is the longest losing streak in the stock market's history going back to, what, 1923. Okay. We're oh, talking eight weeks. <laughs> um, the violence, mass shootings, the, not to mention the baby formula situation where 192 uh, uh, Congress oh, people decided they weren't going to vote to feed babies, but they'll oh, yeah. vote to send money to Ukraine. 
but they're not going to vote. Right. And, 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 and allow and take away my right to do what I want to do with my body. Right. And no yeah, man should ever tell me that. But wait, here's a gag. You got to blame the formula shortage on Nick Cannon, Kiki White, and Flavor <laughs> Flav. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, these guys want to take women's rights to have a baby away. I mean, they, I mean, they, uh, to have, to, to abortion, um, you know, they want the baby to live, but as soon as the baby come out the fetus and who says George, uh, George Carlin said it, they don't care. They don't care about you. Once you come out, you're on your own. So, you're on your own. so, mm-hmm. you know, but overall only about two in 10 adults say the U S is heading into the right direction and, you know, or the economy is good. 20%. So 80% are saying we on the highway to hell. Okay. Um, and, and that's down from three in 10. Um, also when you look at it, it's the lowest in terms of even within the democratic party, you're looking at, uh, Biden's approval at one point in 2021 was 82%. It's down to 73% within his own party. Okay. So, you know, I have my thoughts and I'll get into them. But can Biden rebound from this? And and I'll start. I'm, I'm, wait wait a minute, because I'm gonna start with you first. But I just want to know and, and be just just be straight. But I don't want to hear. I don't want. I know what you're gonna say. I don't want to hear what I know you're gonna say. I want you to really because I asked you, can he rebound from this? And what should he if if he can rebound? What should he do to stop the bleeding? Go ahead, Vi. I'm gonna hear. I know he what you're gonna say. Rebound. No, I'm telling you why he can't rebound. Why? We the Democratic. They can't agree on anything. We got like three, three different types, three types of Democrats. Hmm. The Democrats are fighting against each other. The one thing I give the Republican credit for, they stick together. Well, they are even now. Nobody, yeah. though, they are now. Since they all, even when they had, even when they had Trump, if they disagree with some, they get together. Okay, the majority go with this. We're gonna go with it. But all people, no, we disagree. We disagree. And then they go to the president. We're not gonna prove what you say. Okay, so. Who are you fighting against? No, he can't. He is not going to go anywhere because the Democratic is their mess right now. Yeah. So you got yeah, you, going, you got the progressive the side, going, yeah. you got the centers, you got the you know the moderates, right. and then you got the Joe Manchin. Okay, so no one get and Joe Manchin. That's a he's a Republican. <laughs> he just ran Democrat. He just ran Democrat because he know he can win as a Democrat. But he is straight Republican. Okay, so Tanya B, what do you think? Can can he can he come back? From this, like he better hurry up. I know that, and you know, and, and you look at you know mm. Barack Obama, you know, inherited a lot of problems from the previous administration, yeah. um, and you know he had the, the roadblock of Republicans being in you know having the, the the balance of power. So a lot of things that he could have got done did not get done. Yeah. But I, I I wonder if Joe and oh we do have a vice president. Where, you know where's Waldo? Where's Kamala? If uh, I wonder if he would have run. Had he known, I mean, you can never predict, but like I said, you've got the baby formula, you've got the economy, yeah. you know, you, we had COVID, you got people, you know, even to this day, all right, even in Atlanta, they uh, are overwhelmed at the shelters with people who have been evicted and who are homeless, you yeah. know, and a lot of things you can't do when you don't have an address. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, so this true. just, you know, it's, it's almost like whoever was president during the Great Depression, Joe need to go back and study what they did to come out of it because, you know, they say recession. I say we are in a serious depression because there's, you know, it's like if it ain't one thing, it's another. And, you know, and I know I know he can only do so much at one time. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, you know, do. But again, the Democratic Party need to get some balls. Let's just he call it a thing. He need to do thing. what Obama yeah. did. Obama said, the hell with y'all. I'm going to start doing executive orders. 
Yeah, but you know, that's another that thing. What it is? Yeah, yeah. What? Soon as, but go ahead, uh, K-Dub. K-Dub. No, I was going to say, can, dem- I'm done. Can, dementia be, can dementia be reversed? Because uh, Joe Biden, I, I just even when he got elected, I was like, God damn it, uh, he looked like he might be good Ooh. for like three or four days, and he got to go to a nursing home. Okay, I'm damn, out. Damn, shot across the bow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm pow, just pow. looking at him when he speak, when he doing his speech. I mean, pow, pow, know. pow, pow, pow. <laughs> Kamala probably somewhere in some kind of, you know, yeah, I don't know, freaky stuff, but I don't know. Shut up. So they, they sent her to the border. Oh, and also, we got that Title 42 situation as well. Don't yeah. forget about that and the whole mess at the border. Go ahead, Von. If you, why can't you do like Obama did? Obama just said the hell with y'all and did a bunch of executive orders. Well, that's nice until somebody else comes in. I mean, okay, we'll worry about and, that and, and overturns everything. You get it for two we years. Will, okay, we will worry about that then. <laughs> okay, fine. But he got something done while he was in there. What yeah. he gonna do? Nothing and then leave? Yeah. Okay, damn, the hell with it. He, yeah, when he yeah. out, he's out. <laughs> well, I say no. I say no. I say no. And and I just don't think he has the energy for it. But you know, if I were him right now, I'd do this. And 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 I'm going to go ahead and do this and, and we could go into the tea, but, but I, I got my things and, and y'all can jump in and give me your, I just think if, if I were considering, I was listening to, you know, we tape on Sunday, the Sunday morning shows and a, a lot of the media people who've been covering media for 50 or so years, they've been in journalism for a long time are saying, it's not that it's bad. It's just the culmination of so many bad things at once. They've never seen it before. You know, they, they, you know, it's not in terms of people managing day to day. It's just like so many things you have. It's almost like spinning plates. You know, you got to have all these plates and keep these plates in the air. And they just they've never seen, you know, a president have to spend so many plates. So so if I were him, I'd do this. I mean, I would just go for you know, like ultra transparency. I do. It, I mean, I don't know why they don't do a daily press conference with him. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, he needs not not his press secretary he needs to be in the press room answering questions on a daily basis Monday through Friday with Corinne with the new black uh press let me let me finish by and he needs to give updates he needs to have his person I'm just telling you they need to do updates daily and they need to coordinate it with social media Vi, you mentioned this other thing fireside chat he has not had a true fireside national we're going to shut down at nine o'clock on all the major networks, fireside chat, and really and truly sit down and talk to the world, talk to the country at once. Don't wait to the State of the Union, you know, because a lot of these individual press releases and all, you know, he's trying to get the news bites out and all this. That ain't going to get that. You know, stop it down. Shut it down. Uh, Monday at nine o'clock. Turn on whatever network. I'm there. Fireside chat. Uh, the other thing, he's got to keep the domestic issues out front. I understand we're dealing with Ukraine. We turn on CNN. We turn on MSNBC. It's by half hour Ukraine and everything else. But my point is he needs to stay focused on domestic issues. He already sent $40 billion to Ukraine. Let Ukraine deal with that money and those issues on their own. You got stuff to deal with here. The other thing is he's got to deal with the misinformation. I think he can deal with that with the dailies. He can deal with that via social media. And the other thing that he's got a real bad problem about, he keeps promising shit. He, he promises, he always overpromises and underdelivers. I mean, it's just like you can track. Lying. Yeah, but, but it's just like there's a difference between like Trump lying where, where it's just like blatant kind of psychopathic lying. And then yeah, there's a difference true. between yeah. saying, 
I'm going to get you to 10 and only get you to seven. You understand? I mean, there's, there's a difference between under, he, he doesn't, he under delivers. You got to promise stuff that you can truly deliver on and over deliver, at least over deliver once. Yeah. And then the other yeah, thing, and, and I'm going to end it. This, this will be my last thing. Okay. And I'll throw it to you, Tanya B. <laughs> okay. The, the long term, let me say this other thing. You can't be promising, okay, we're going to have climate control under, and these are the things you promise. We're going to have it under control by 2050. You know, right now thinking about 2050. They're thinking about We're going to be dead in 2050. <laughs> right. so, so stop. I mean, I understand you're going to really? have, have a blueprint and, and write down and talk about long-term goals, but people want to hear what you're going to do now. It's like, what are we going to do between now and December? And then what we're going to do from January to June next year. We need to be talking six months to a year to night. We need to be talking 90 days. What we going to do within mm-hmm. the next 90 days? Because all you hear, oh, we'll have, we're going to have this under control by 2025 or by 2027. You know what? The way things are going right now, I'm, you We know. may not be here. <laughs> I'm like, and the other thing is, the Joe, that- don't promise and then deliver. You'll be better off than if you promise and don't deliver. Yeah. So, so control, hey, control will take care of stuff. The gas price keep going up because we won't be able to move these cars. That's what I'm saying. Because okay, we're talking about gas. You know, gas is what, I mean, this is, I mean, I remember it being when I was in Texas, what probably else? back in the 90s, it, it hit four. But we're talking five and we're talking possibly six by summer. You know, we're talking six. California's at seven already. Yeah, Cali been so Better crazy. Better get some horses. That's what I'm saying. Until you like, you know what? You don't go anywhere in Cali. Yeah, I ain't hey, Even if you own the gas station, but hey, yeah, we welcome your thoughts. Though I gotta say, go to castropolis.net. Go to the website. Go to the uh, main page. Uh, there's a uh, we have a pe- the people poll is actually on the main page. You can go there. You can record. You ain't got to you know upload. You can just do everything as long as you got a mic. You can use your webcam, whatever. Just, just <laughs> leave the info, you know, whatever you have to say about anything, and and we'll play it back on the show. Okay, so so um, there we go with that. All right, y'all. Hey, let's do this. But, but let me real quick, and then we'll go to break, and then we'll come back with Tanya B's tea because I, I can't keep Tanya B too long this week. She got things to do. So, but I I, I want to shout cooked. out. I know she cooked. <laughs> uh, but, oh but, yeah. But I got to shout out, man. Uh, these these are some of the big regions. Uh, you know, this is we're, we're approaching the halfway point of the year. So I got I got to give uh, let me give an applause to my people, man. Yes. My people, my people. Thank you so much for supporting us, Atlanta. Our people, uh, our people, yes. our people, our people. L.A., Columbus. Uh, you know, shout out to Columbus, West Palm Beach, Washington D.C., Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee, uh, Dayton, Ohio, Ohio, uh, Dallas, oh, Fort and- Worth, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Macon, Georgia, Mobile, Pensacola, Fort Walton Beach, Chicago, New York, mm-hmm. uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I can't say this right. You might know uh, Yakima, Pasco, Richland, Kennewick, uh, Washington, uh, New Orleans. Yakima. Yakima. Okay, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Orleans, uh, Greensboro, High Point, Winston-Salem, Charlotte, Tampa, St. Pete, Orlando, Ooh. Dayton Beach, uh, Melbourne, Boston, Boston, Boston. Uh, Man- uh, in Man- That's Boston. Not Boston. And Manchester, Boston. along with Huntsville, uh, shout out to Huntsville, Decatur, Alabama, and also my our friends in Selma in Montgomery. Got to say thank you so much. And I'll give the, the second part of this after you finish the tea. Um, no, we, we appreciate everybody. Yeah, we everybody. do. So we, say, we just say we appreciate you. Thank you so much for the support. And these are trying times, and we don't try to be too heavy. 
you know, we try to balance this so so we're not being too heavy. But uh, I mean, this is like I said, I mean, you know, there's some people who want to be want to play. I mean, I didn't I didn't start the podcast Ooh. to play. You know, some people want to play. You know, they want to play. And, and you know, we got to keep yes. it real. I mean, so so there's some things if you've got some things that we, you know, always, you know, in terms of facts, we're not 100 percent. But, you know, just know the heart's there. We try our best. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll do tea right after this. Here we go. Yeah, we need to laugh. We there got we go. my pressure on. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Help us out, Tanya B. What you got in the tea this week? Okay, you I, I hope I can I can lift everybody's spirits and get our all of our blood pressures to go down. Okay, um, first of all, I, I do want to say um, we got to say you know our, our rest in peace. We got to go late on the altar. So somebody go call Usher Board Number Two and Deaconess Jones and Deacon Smith because uh, we. Very suddenly, I understand it was due to um, injuries sustained in a car crash. Uh, child prodigy musician Bernard Wright passed away only at the age of oh. 58. That's not old. No, it's not. At not all. old. Can and I do we this? Know back let, me, in let me do this, Tanya B. Um, because I'm not sure if folks really know or understand who this guy was. Hang on just a minute. Let me let me make sure I do this. I had it. I had Come it. Come on. 85. 1985. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, keep going. Okay, and uh, you know, uh, he was a child prodigy, got signed to a deal at a very young age, worked with heavyweights like Tom Brown, Marcus Miller, uh, Lenny White, Shaka Khan. And what a lot of people don't know, um, his uh, 1985 top 10 song, Who Do You Love, was sampled by the likes of, of course, everyone knows LL Cool J, 1996 Lounging, Who Do You Love, uh, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. And um, that was his biggest hit, but he did a lot of behind the scenes work. And what people don't know, his it mother is. is Roberta Flack. Yeah, here we go. This Woo! was the jam. It, the it really jam. is one of those yeah. lost songs, man. Yeah. It's a timeless classic. It is. I'll play a little bit of that play. Here we go. Rest in power, Bernard Wright. Man, this yeah. is my jam. No, it's mine. Hey. I have never been in love before. That a little bit. I just want to get to the hook. You know YouTube's gonna be mad, but that's okay. That's alright. I've had a change. Mm. A change of heart. Throw it up, throw it yeah, up. Yeah. My yeah. Said, Come a time a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. I fed them the things they love to hear. Mm-hmm. I never was wanting for a lover. Mm. But I never knew. Here we go. Oh, man. Hallelujah. All right, Tanya B. Going back to the <laughs> Okay. Hey, you know, um, it, yeah, shortly after he uh, had that big hit record, he got married. I'm not sure, you know, if he's still with his wife, if he leaves behind any children. But I'm like, what a loss, what a loss. That song is a timeless classic. I think if you went to a backyard barbecue, you know, the beauty salon, the barbershop that came on, 
You know, that's one of those, it's a timeless classic. So it's one of my favorites because of the era. That was the era. And he was a musician. He played bass, right? Exactly. He was a yeah, bass. yeah, exactly. Yeah. He played the stand up slap bass. Yeah, yeah, stand up also, bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right, what's your So, uh, uh, and also, uh, just some sheep. things. No, no, no. I'm he sorry? wasn't was a he, he wasn't a sheik. No, he wasn't a sheik, but he played. If you wiki him by, you'll see all the names of the folks he played with. Um, and, and Lenny I White, Lenny White, Shaka Khan, Shaka, Tom Brown, Marcus Miller, Marcus Miller, who did all this stuff for Luther. I mean, just you know, just mm-hmm. a hell of a musician, man. So. He was a real. He was a musician first, and then an artist second. Yep, second. absolutely. I'll say it like that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, it had a huge following overseas. Um, I'll just throw some things out to you. You know, there's a movement um, of, to get Chris Rock to actually come back and host the 2023 Oscars, and I'm hearing it may well happen. He hasn't said if he's into it or open to it but you know he is open to that three million dollar slapdown interview mm-hmm. they gotta have it now um <laughs> one thing i'm ready for next week is this bobby one thing about bobby brown he knows how to stir the pot he told you how he was slapping kids with janet jackson madonna and then he says whitney comes to him and don't forget he did say that he had sex with a ghost don't forget about you that you know what so. let me can i say this and you can do the story <laughs> Bobby Brown looks like T.D. Jakes, yo. I, I was I passed by the television. Oh, with that gut. Yes, he sure does. <laughs> he looks like T.D. Like, Jakes. Just give him a Bible. <laughs> the gray goatee. I thought it was T.D. Jakes. I'm sorry. Get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> now, never shall the two meet again. But anyway, I also want to remind you get ready, um, get ready, get ready. about... Mike Tyson is uh, <laughs> straight off of you know, the slap down and he, he really I think could have beat the beef stew out of that guy yeah. he's actually going back into the acting ring there's a movie that's coming out called Black Files it's about um, New York City paramedics and the distress that they go through on that job and he's going to have a lead role in the movie uh, also with Sean Penn Madonna's ex-husband and he's going to play a superior officer so I think people look forward to that and you know Mike has done some things here and there but the hangover acting thing seriously <laughs> uh, see well how about the women of Bruce, Bruce to place but anyway oh, no. you remember the hangover when Mike was in the hand Mike was oh yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway, go ahead, Tony B. I'm sorry. I know you got I also want to uh, uh, just bring this up. Uh, nobody watched the Billboard Music Awards, nope. self-included. The ratings were in the toilet. Puffy has been named as the worst host ever. But two things came out of that. One, you got to see Mary get her award from Janet and the whole Silk Sonic thing. They are not playing with you people. They are not no. playing with you people. No. They are not playing with you people. people. And, you know. There was a little flirting in like me likey, me likey between Janet Jackson and Bruno, who's with his girlfriend, Jessica, for 12 years. So Janet, don't go up there trying to wreck that man's home. (laughs) But I, you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing. I'd like to see a collaboration between the two of them. That would be interesting. Okay. That would be interesting. (laughs) What you saying? Uh, You know what, y'all? Let um, me do it. (laughs) Yeah, he could help raise her profile, but you know. (laughs) You know what? Y'all are going to hell. Go ahead, Tony. Well, speaking of Puffy, I say Puff's going to be a daddy again. He's just still messy. And what people seem to have given him a pass for that a lot of people don't get a pass for is that he has a history of putting the paws on women. I'm talking Kim Porter, Cassie, J-Lo. You just didn't see it. I believe he feel what he's talking about. Kim Porter now is more guilt than anything else. She knew all of his tea. And, you know, Albie Shore did say there was a murder conspiracy. She might have known too much about Puffy and was probably tired of him and was going to spill the tea. But he's got this. uh, He's been dating this girl, JT, from the City Girls. And they've been out, you know, doing PDAs. But then he was dating this Asian girl. Her name was uh, um, whatever. Pregnant lady. Anyway, she's pregnant by him. And just like with all the other women. 
that he was with, he's forced them to terminate these pregnancies. Now, this lady's now I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. She, you know, mm. Tootsie rolling all up and through the Billboard Music Awards to anybody who would talk to her. Then she and the girl JT, the side piece, they got into it. And I'm like, y'all need to just grow up and puffy. Stop putting the paws on people. And, um, you know, have, have y'all seen? Have to, I know y'all, y'all have TikTok, the thought battles where they. <laughs> <laughs> the videos. I mean, I don't know. Huh? I gotta go. That's on TikTok. Oh, oh yeah, they have they have the fights. Right you know, okay. the girl. The, the, they call them thought girl battles. fight. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you know. Oh. Okay. okay uh, I want to ask you this: Are you ready for a collaboration, Tiffany Haddish, with Little Wayne and Snoop Dogg? I wonder if this was going to be a collaboration that she was going to originally do with her ex Common. Uh, I can wait for that. Are you ready for another? Wait a minute. What's she gonna do? Not- What's she gonna do? She gonna rap. What do you think? She's from East Oakland. Come on now. Uh. <laughs> I want you on that bagel. <laughs> Speak to Act. Let's do it one more time. One more. <laughs> Stick to Act. Stick to Act. Right, okay. Uh, are you ready for another little Richard movie? I just say, woo. Shut up. He is the architect of rock and roll and he didn't, he never mm-hmm. really got his flowers like he should have. But now CNN films, because CNN Plus didn't work, oh. and HBO Max, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> HBO Max are joining forces for a movie called I Am Everything. And I could hear little Richard saying that. But one thing I can do without, I'm ready for this SWV and this Shut up. movie on AE. <laughs> okay, I will in a minute, but I can do without another reality show with SWV and Escape. We've been there, done that, got the t shirt. Let's keep it moving. Um, let me also, t- I told you about how people are blaming Kiki White, um, Flavor Flav, and Nick Cannon for the shortage of formula. Well, you know, Nick claims he's not getting a vasectomy, he's only had a consultation to get a vasectomy, which he should have done about five kids ago. But word from the curb is he's got, he's still out there populating and planting that seed because he may have 10 kids by the end of the year. Kiki White is about to have baby number 11. Oh, but wait, there's more. Flavor Flav is 68 years old. He's been saying, I'm not the baby daddy. He was sleeping with his former female manager. She said, yes, you are. DNA proved it is. So now Flav is 68 with a three-year-old child who is younger than his grandchildren. So they all need to go You're somewhere exactly and sit down. Right. 68. 68. <laughs> and you the man. Joking, right? You know what, you and know what dumb as a box of rocks. No. Fight the power. Fight the power. Mm. See, that's what happens when you go to the gas station and get that Viagra, (laughs) Nick Cannon, and Flavor Flav. That's what y'all need to stop doing. Stuff from the gas station does not work. As long as Nick Nick play the dad and take care of them kids, but you know what? He he can do it financially, but the thing is, when you got 10 kids, you don't even have two hours a day if you got to go to work to spend with the kids. Kids need time, especially the the, the black sons. These sons need their dads. I mean, Mm -hmm. even what I mean, all of them do, but I'm just saying, he is populating and giving us a generation that that, that they're going to be fathers. Because he, it's plus, like physically impossible. Well, they impossible. Got, well, let me say this: at sixty-eight, you only got a few more years left. We, we did, well, as, him and Nick we, Cannon. As we were coming <laughs> on, though, Tanya B. Yeah. As we were coming on, there was a plane that landed. <laughs> that's the, from you know from I forgot what country that's delivering baby formula. So we're gonna be out. We, you know, the baby formula has arrived. Well, Kiki Wise should be breastfeeding anyway. But, uh, <laughs> 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 These young girls don't want to breastfeed because they said, oh, it makes them fall low. It's too 
painful. Uh, you know what? Yeah. If you push out a baby, you can breastfeed. Y'all need to go somewhere and sit down. Right. Um, something else I, I can do without is Prince Megan, uh, Prince Megan, Prince Harry and Megan are supposed to be getting a reality show on Netflix. I am not here for that. Reality TV is not real. And you see, they made it over to the Queen's Jubilee, but they they just there. And they oh. told them, don't come up in here with no cameras because it's not going to happen. So they can lay off 150 so, people, but they can give the most boring. Megan and, well, look, they gave a lot of people <laughs> a bag. The most boring aid. people in the world. But go ahead. <laughs> like I said, if you don't want people seeing your kids, mm-hmm. what do you have that's going to excite and bring something mm-hmm. and, and pour into my life when you got more money than you can ever spend in your or your children's? You know what? Everybody go sit down. Right. Um, you know, even uh <laughs> what else you got, Tanya B. I just want to say shout out to Mary J. Blige. You know, she um had her strength of a woman uh Mother's Day weekend. Uh I guess it was a concert and you know they had some panels and seminars and workshops and uh Thursday of I think it's May eleventh is Mary J. Blige Day in Atlanta. And you know next thing on the next big thing on her plate is she gonna go up to Philadelphia and shut it down with the Roots picnic. Nice, nice. Let me give it up for Mary J. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. Go ahead and give us some. Give us some love. Give us some love. What else you got? Give Mary some love. Uh, Last thing I just want to say, the the dumb donkey of the week is... um, I don't know what the boy's name is, but uh, Little Meech, who uh, portrays his father, Big Meech, on Black Mafia Family. Mm. You know, it's like, I guess he wants to go visit his dad, who's not getting out of jail anytime soon, apparently. However, um, he actually got arrested because he went to some, this is a dumb donkey, went to some jeweler, got a quarter million dollars of jewelry, didn't pay for it. So he, he had him arrested. And that, you know, that's just dumb donkey stupid. So what we don't know is, although Monique is joining okay. Black Mafia Family, are they going to have to film around Little Meat because they have yet to start filming uh, season two? And, you know, they may say, well, you know what? We're not going to give you permission to travel, you know, to Georgia to film this, you know, this, this, this series. So, wow. Wow. <sighs> and lastly, I just want to say this. Uh, shout out. And I always talk about, you know, the, the forever uh, spirit and the legacy of uh, Miami soul queen, Betty Wright. And she had a part in her show and she said, these little young girls, you can't join the gang because I'm in the over over the hill gang and the reason why you can't join join is because you can't sing and doja cat you know she's winning all these r&b awards i'm like i guess clearly you see the politics of it all because jasmine sullivan can out sing her flat foot in church doja cat will never fantasia you down she will never jennifer hudson she won't even j-lo you down but yet and still now all of a sudden she's got to cancel all these shows because she's got to get throat surgery girl i just want to say what you've been swallowing doja cat Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she didn't. I said it. Come for me unless I send for you. You don't want no smoke from me. Appreciate You're welcome. You, B. Thank, you. <laughs> right, thank you so much. Just, just real quick. Um, from Tanya B. There you go. And we were missing you. Miss you, miss you. Give you some Harold tea. Melvin. Well, I gave uh, you some tea last week. How did you yeah, do? Did. Or should I, I even go listen? Well, you know. No, okay, yeah, bye. Go, go, go listen. K-Dub. Go, go listen. Okay. Go listen. But you, okay. you, if you were expecting another episode of uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth, uh, they're on hiatus for two weeks. So uh, if you if you were looking for yeah, they're going to be on hiatus for the next couple of weeks. In two weeks, they'll be back. Mm, um, on Amazon wow. Prime, uh, Jennifer Hudson, Jay Huds, respect uh, Aretha Franklin respect, yeah. uh, is it's free. It's free now to Prime members, as is uh, Candyman, Jordan Peele's Candyman. Uh, Atlanta oh. season three is over. That was just <laughs> undescribable. <laughs> wah, wah, I was not wah, expecting wah. that. So I was not expecting Black Mirror <laughs> from 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 Donald Glover. 
but uh, <laughs> it is it is coming back. Uh, the last season is season four. So they think that, you know, that the wait for the final season won't be as long as it was for the third season. So the fourth season might happen this fall. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it also, needs to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it I, I, again, it's you can't describe it. It's just indescribable. I, there's no way to describe the stuff he did this year. It's just crazy. Um, the other thing, you know, before we before we shut down, I want to let you know, uh, Life Coach Kim was going to be on this week. Uh, she had a death in the family. So she will be on Memorial Day weekend, the Sunday before, which is next week. Um, and I uh, hope you guys can join us um, then. And I'll give you some information on how you can interact with, uh, give us questions for that. Uh, but also tonight as we tape, 9 p.m., Dallas and um, Golden State. Do y'all think Dallas can pull it out? Y'all, they down 2-0. Two two Tanya B says, no, nah, it's it, over. Vice says, no, nah, it's over. K-Dub. I, 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 I think Dallas going to win some games. They're not going to win this series. But they ain't got, nah, they got same many. thing with <laughs> Left the same go. thing with Boston. Yeah, Let's yeah. call a thing a thing. Yeah. I'd love oh, to see it. You know, support the coach, but that is definitely to win the night to make it a series, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's tonight as we take tonight at 9 o'clock. Also, did y'all see – what Minnesota? What's his uh, the guard Be- Beverly uh, clown Patrick Patrick Beverly Patrick clowned Beverly. Chris Paul. Dude, oh my he really God! Don't, he really <laughs> don't like Chris Paul. He, he really don't like Chris went Paul. off, and and it was it was to the point where some people felt he went overboard. Uh, he did, and because they say he's a current player, because mm. a lot of the analysts, a lot of the pundits are former players, they don't feel it's a good idea to have current players come in and, you know, when the season's over and do commentary for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I thought, no, he need to be yeah, quiet. That's, what I'm that's a good idea. Quiet. Yeah, I thought it was a good be idea. Be quiet. Yeah, but I that's thought a it, great idea. Yeah, but he went hard. Well, get some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went hard. Let's see what Chris Paul made Patrick back with face the consequences. Yeah, he said that Chris Paul basically is as successful as he is. He said – if if uh, management gave you keys to the Lamborghini, uh, to the Maserati, and and you got all this and the State Farm commercials, you'd be doing well too. So he was. So just, I think that's stupid, right? Now he's wrong for that. But he said it. Just because I know, he, <laughs> I know, know he said it. I just disagree with him. Yeah, they gave him the keys to it because he was good as he is. And you, okay, yeah. what's his what's yeah. his excuse for not being good as Chris Paul? Yeah, but he exactly. also you know what he's he, dumb as a boxer. Rocks. And you know what he called him yeah, in terms of as a as a rocks. defender, he called him a cone, which means basically okay. you know how you put cones in front of you and you go around the cone. Mm-hmm. He said that Chris Rock is I mean not uh, Chris Chris Paul is basically <laughs> is basically a same cone. thing. Yeah, he is basically <laughs> a cone on defense. He just goes around it. So it was. It was just he was laying. It he out. just. Took, I, I think he made it personal. Yeah, it was personal. I mean, nothing but. Hey, I mean, look, but you know what? You know what? There's that, gonna be hey, a price to pay. There'll be a price his, to pay. That's his, that's his opinion. There's a backstory. There's a backstory. True. Well, he said. Yeah. He said this go. He said this goes all the way back to high school. Yeah. It, it's, there's a. There's backstory. a way you say. It. There's mm-hmm. a way you say it. Yeah. Just like there's a backstory with Jada go fade away. Pinkett Smith and Chris Rock. Yeah, I know. And real quick, because I know you got to go, Tanya B. But I, I don't understand why Netflix didn't sell the Letterman new season with Will Smith. Because I, I do know you, you really don't. But let me say you this. Really, let me, let me you see. I'm this. giving you the side eye. Yeah, I know. I, I know it was before right, right. the Oscars, and I, I guess mm-hmm. they felt that because it was pre-Oscar, it was a pre-Oscar interview. 
that they didn't, you know, it's not on the marquee. But one of the things, I mean, I think it was almost like when you, I thought it was an excellent interview. You know, I watched the Cardi B interview to compare and it wasn't even close. <laughs> so I'm just saying, but, that, uh, but wrong. there was, there was that's some wrong. foreshadowing in the interview. I mean, we'll mm. basically, now this is foreshadowing. Now keep in mind that this happened before the Oscars. There was, cause he was on there to talk about King Richard and promote the Oscars. Right. So he said he was, you know, they had, they were at a, a side, like a cafe, uh, a sidewalk cafe, I guess in New York. And, um, he was teaching, uh, Letterman how to take a punch. Now, how ironic <laughs> is that he was, he was basically showing him how he learned to take a punch and give a punch when he was on the site, on the set of Ali. So he showed him, you know, how you use your body. And, and I was like, damn, how, how much foreshadowing, you know what I'm saying? How it's like ironic. ironic is, you know, yes. the foreshadowing there. The other thing is he talked about, uh, he did this, this high end, uh, like a Himalayan type tea that almost like acid takes you on this trip. You got to have a shaman around you to guide you through the trip when you tripping out and this tea. So he took, he took the tea. He said he had taken the tea 14 times. Right. So in his, when he was under the influence of the tea, you have these visions and the vision he had before he went to the Oscars was guess what? Y'all want to guess? Not slapping Chris Rock. Don't say it. But <laughs> no, Jada. No, the vision, the vision he had was losing it all. He had a vision of oh, he's an, on his way. an incident <laughs> in which he's losing it all and how to deal with it and how material things don't matter as much as his family. And it was interesting hearing him talk about that. I'm not going to give and just spill the tea and give you everything. But the fact that you're sitting there, if I'm sitting, I'm sitting there listening to him talk about that and thinking about that he's in the middle of this. He's in the midst of this. And this was taped prior to the Oscars. It's like, damn. It's almost like when you hear him talking about it, it's as if it's happened. You know, because he's saying, you know. If it if it all goes, if the how the cars, the money, the houses, you know, what's left, you know, and, and he had been worried he that was his life for so many years and it's not anymore. So we'll see, if anything, we'll see uh how he deals with it coming out and whether or not he's true to his word going forward. Um so so we'll see. The other thing is, you know, Cardi B, the interview with Cardi B, Ryan Reynolds, Billy Eilish, uh Kevin Durant, and uh Julia Lewis. Dreyfus there on the show. So interesting. I mean, really, really interesting show, y'all. So uh, just the last few, I'm, I'm going to give uh, the folks who support us and and then we'll, we'll call it a wrap. And thank you. Thank you for hanging a little bit with us, Tanya B here. I know you I know you got to run to the stove, but got to say Beeham, Birmingham, Alabama, Shreveport, uh, Raleigh, Durham, Columbus, Ohio, Baltimore, Maryland, Detroit, Tucson, Arizona, El, pa- El Paso, Omaha, Miami, uh, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Who in Wyoming? I'm just, I'm just trying to yeah. mm. shoot me an email if you're Wyoming. I tell Two black people. That's guy, that's, I'm, I'm telling you, that's Alec Baldwin. Uh, Panama well, City, uh, Milwaukee, Greens, Greens, Greenville, uh, Spartanburg, Asheville, and Anderson, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Albany, Schenectady, uh, Troy, New York. 
uh, Burlington, Vermont, Plattsburgh, New York, uh, San Diego, uh, Seattle, Tacoma, Denver, Biloxi, Gulfport, Sioux Falls, Des Moines, uh, Houston, uh, Minneapolis, St. Louis, Lafayette, Salzburg, Maryland. That's your folk. Them your peoples, uh, Tanya B. Uh, Charleston, Huntington, oh. West Virginia, <laughs> uh, Albany, Georgia. That was country. Uh, by, uh, Providence, Rhode awesome. Island, New Bedford, um, Massachusetts, uh, Cleveland, Akron, Canton, and Portland, Auburn. All my U.S. folks. Got to give them a shout. Give them, give them some applause, y'all. Yeah, give them the love. Yeah. And, and on the real tip is, is, you know, shout out to international South Africa, India, Ireland, Ooh. U.K., uh, uh, United Arab Emirates, Spain, Canada, mm. Brazil, Australia, Taiwan, Slovenia. Now that's you, Vi, because you got some, you got some folks over in Slovenia, uh, Romania, Slovenia. Uh, Peru, yeah. mm-hmm. Netherlands, Denmark, Germany, Colombia, Switzerland, and Belgium. Y'all give it up for our folks, man. We really appreciate you. Thank yeah. you so much for supporting us. You know, Vi, I, hey, Vi, I had to come for you this week because you went for me when, when uh, shout out to Norman, <laughs> where you went after me. You 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 went after me last week, bro. Norman. You came for uh-huh. me. Did I really go after you last week? Yeah, 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 yeah. The wings. Yeah, you went after me. Come on. Tell the truth. Ooh. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. Ooh, shame the devil. <laughs> mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, it's y'all. All I yeah. love you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you too, bro. You, you the brother from another mother. <laughs> But you went after me. <laughs> you went hard, hard in the paint on me, man. But uh, don't forget, go to castropolis.net. Click on our link. Everything G Podcast is there. The podcast stream, social media, email. And again, the, you can leave a voice note if you have any comments. Definitely do that. Uh, hit us up. Uh, Tanya B, you got any last? You got anything? Uh, last thing, I want to say shout out to the legendary Grammy Award winning Grandmaster Flash. Uh, he went to Buffalo to pay his respects to the folks that lost their lives at the Tops Market. And also he received a Doctor of Fine Arts degree, honorary degree from the State University of New York. And I think, you know, he really is one of the main still relevant forces in hip hop and DJing and doing it, you know, not using the craft and the skill. So shout out to Grandmaster Flash. Stone Cold, he's one of a kind. And Flash, Flash is going to rock your, your mind. Rock your mind. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. He really taught people how to use records to talk. And, you know, and that's Excellent. a gift and a skill. And a lot of people, it's a lost art. So sh- shout out to him. And like Red Alert, Grand was at Theodore and folks like that. I agree. So, I agree. yeah, he, he did the right thing. And I, I think it's great that he detoured his trip to go and pay his respects uh, in Buffalo. I got you. Big time. Bye. You got any oh. shout outs before you do Benediction? Got any shout outs? Shout out to the people in Columbus in my hometown, Forsyth, Georgia. Don't believe the hype, people. If you're about something, be about something. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Midland in the building. All right. What you got? What you got, uh, K-Dub? Any shout outs, man? Shout out to the G Podcast and all y'all. Because <laughs> I missed y'all. And I'm glad to be back in action. Uh, we're glad you're back. back. Wait a minute, I got it. We're glad you're, you're back. back. Glad you're back. How do how do they yeah, say it? it how do how do how do my reggae DJ say? I just do that. Look at that. And click the gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love did. it. It was a long. It's been a long three weeks. I had some crazy stuff happening, but it's getting settled. So oh, glad that's to be good. back. That's good. good. We're glad back. you're back. Good, good, good. Yeah, I love, you. I love my. Now, my, when you bring in the band, K Dub, we need the band. 
Yeah, I know you have a lot ready. of talent in Ohio. We, we need the band, Elwood. Where's the band? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting okay. ready to train these grandkids. I got. They getting ready. We getting ready to be J Five or Silvers or something. Oh, Bruno. We talk about Bruno now. Come on. There we go. Hi, Vi. So, um, let's go ahead. Let's. Well, you know, let me let me do it. Go ahead, Vi. We need this, man. Come on. What you got? There yes, is a good chance that you're facing some kind of challenge today. You may feel the weight of the difficult relationship, the uncertainty of a job, or the weary grind of many relationships stacked up on the top of you. There is no one in your life to encourage you and lift you up. These challenges can feel all-consuming, even crushing. But the good news is that God is all-powerful and willing to remain with you through the highs and lows of the day. If you remain in God, He will remain with you. Second Chronicles chapter 32, verse 7-8 through 8. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be dismayed because of the king of Azra, nor because of all the horde that is with him. For the one with us is greater than the one with him. With him is only an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people relied on the word of Hezekiah, king of Judah. In other words, people, stop focusing on your difficulties, your pressure, how life is. Just know God got your back. He's never failed in anything. Put your faith in him, and it'll work all right. Amen. Amen. Amen, Vaughn. Thank you so much, man. And uh, I'm just going to say faith Amen. without works is dead. <laughs> That's all I like is Hallelujah. <laughs> faith without works is dead. Like I said, don't believe the hype. Put don't in believe the, work. the hype. Put in the work, mm-hmm. y'all. All right, y'all, with that, thank you so much, Tanya B. Thank you for hanging over a few a few minutes. We miss you, miss you, miss you, miss you, guys. Right now, my kitchen's <laughs> missing me, but okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Kato, thank Wait. you. Welcome. We miss you, too, man. I can't sing to you, though, buddy. Yeah, you're, welcome you're, back. Man, nah, welcome back. Bad, but yeah, I'm glad to be back, man. It's fun. I'll man. throw you some yeah. climax. Miss you. Yeah, there you go. And uh, and Ooh. thank you so much, my brother from another mother. Go get that lady with the G- with Jesus, babies, and guns in Forsyth, GA. Go talk. She crazy. She crazy. She got guns. Don't say we did. (laughs) You know, fool people believe in Jesus and got guns. They crazy. Yeah, I agree. All right, y'all, with that, Mm -hmm. episode 130 is in the can, and we are out of here. Y'all have a great week. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mask up. Mask up. COVID numbers are up 168%. This is not a game. Amen. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. 